You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy, where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash the network. Hey, welcome to Tencent Beer Life. Hey, welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host, Kyle. As always, here with my man, Brian. What's up, dude? Just ready to talk about sports. Rearing and ready to go. Was that a, was that a good enough hey for you? I really it was like first. That was a pretty good one. Good. That was a pretty good one. I appreciate you you seeking my approval on these. Yes, I mean, it's the only thing that makes you happy now, <laughs> you know, apparently. Uh, sorry, everybody. Uh, I don't know what happened last week. We cut off a little bit early. But we didn't. Did we? Yeah, we we didn't talk about much, so um, you didn't miss much. Um, I could not figure out why it cut off. We recorded the whole episode. I had the whole episode. Um, if you missed the song at the end, Bundy's and the Spins, Switchblade. It's on every streaming thing. So that's really all you missed was the song. Um, we wrap it up. So, anyways, dude, what's new? Um. <sighs> Just kind of, uh, I'm trying to to lose weight. I'm trying to be a healthy person, but my weight keeps shooting up <laughs> uncontrollably. I'm at like my my oh shit weight. Two seventy's always been like the if I hit that like it's time to really buckle down. And I like I started working out at about two sixty. I shot up to two seventy real fast. So I've just been like trying to work out once or twice a day at this point. Are you just getting swole or are you getting fat? Or is it those gluten-free chili dogs that are getting to you? It's like my diet's typically really good. Sarah Sarah will back me up on that. My diet's typically really good. I do eat a good like a, a lot of calories, but it's like healthy foods. Um I'm I've been trying to cut back on calories. I think it's water retention and a little bit of, of muscle coming back, but like I've seriously gained 15 pounds in the past, like five weeks. Fuck. Yeah. I, obviously. which is a diabetic is super not good. So like, I'm just, that's been kind of taking over a lot of my life is just trying to get that shit back in check. Well, that's fair. I, maybe I should start. I just, I don't know. I, you, you are working so hard to not be a diabetic or and you're diabetic and I'm not working at all. And, um, <laughs> somehow by the will of God, my numbers come back and I'm like, oh shit, I'm not a diabetic. No, I did on Friday. Like I had a pre-planned uh, barbecue feast at my buddy's place before all my weight started going crazy. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care how much damage I do to the, the bottom line. I'm definitely just eating as much as I can and drinking as many beers as I can at this event. You could. And it, it, it like I, I put down so much food. It was amazing. But I mean, for the most part, though, like you can probably get around like you can fairly healthy at a barbecue, you know, like depending on what they have. It was beef rib, which is like, you know, super salty, so not real heart healthy. And then like, you know, kind of fatty, but then pork belly with this like pr- what ended up being, I didn't realize, pretty sugary rub and, and sauce on it. But it was probably the most delicious thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. Damn, that's good. Man, pork belly, I 
I fucking love Mabel's. It's probably my favorite restaurant in Cleveland. Their pork belly is the second to none. Like it's almost yes. ruined pork belly other places for me because I'm like, you, you you ain't doing it like Michael Simon, dude. Yeah, you don't got the the mustard the mustard glaze, man. Dude, but when it's uh when it's done right, dude, killer. So good. I I am somebody that uh really really enjoys pork and beef fat. I hate 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 like bird fat like chicken any fat on chicken any fat on turkey all that shit it it like it repulses me but i will eat you know people cut that little fatty parts off of their steak like i'll i'll nab that off your plate with my fork and just eat that straight (laughs) even uh, what 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 relationship like if you were out to eat my wife cuts off a piece of steak fat are you grabbing that without her looking i mean like, are if, you that if savage? Wife, if your wife was like, does anybody want this? I'd be like, yes. yes, <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I would not ask for fat off somebody's plate. I draw a line. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I love it. Oh, so good. Man, didn't you tell me one time, we, my mother-in-law retired, so we did this whole thing. Like, she's all these things like, oh, I would love to do that. She'd see in Cleveland. So we spent all weekend knocking this shit out. And the one thing that we did is, you know, we took her to Mabel's and then we got on the good time. And I've never been on the good time. And uh, holy shit, dude, that is like the Red Fox if it was on a pontoon boat, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not far off. Wild. That is not far off. It was super fun, but. uh, It's not nice. (laughs) It is not nice. I I love seeing the city from that. Like we just sat up on the dot, the top and like watch city. But didn't you say you did stand up on that thing before? Yeah, me, Bill, and Mary did stand up on that once, and it was like, it's not a great seating. Like they they built they clearly built it in the late '80s and have made zero updates to it or, or very done very little upkeep to the interior, and like so it's it's real kind of dingy looking carpet and shitty little booths, and there's like shit in the middle like a a buffet and stuff. So it's definitely not the right kind of setup for comedy, but we did it anyways, and fuck it. Yeah, whatever you get, money. I was yeah. blown away. I was thinking about I was laughing about it. I was like, this had to be miserable to do. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that great, but it wasn't that bad. I uh, was there, and it was, I mean, it was ruckus in there. And they have, like, if you've been on it before, like, basically each level, there's a column that just has, like, bathrooms. So it's a single bathroom. And this girl went in before me. She's big. She's she's uh, real beefy. And, like, I saw the girls, like, people were, like, pissed because, you know, it's a line in the bathroom. Like, whatever you're doing in there. And I don't know what she is, but I walked in right after her, and she dropped the most foul dump on the Good Time 3. Damn. I was like, holy shit. And then I came out, and you know. Is that just going right into Lake Erie? I don't know. I don't know where it goes. But the smell lingered. It was fucking gross. And, like, more people were there. They just assume, you know. It was probably me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I was like, I'm laughing at certain I didn't care. Um, but yeah, it's a good time. I think I'm gonna I'll go back. That was trashy enough for me. That's right on my alley. Yeah, it was fun. So uh, congratulations, Linda. You're retired. She loves the podcast. Congratulations, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> that really surprised me. Yeah. Um, so anyways, sports. Yeah, uh, sports. Miles Garrett's got a little injury from training camp that we've heard. What um, I haven't heard much else. Baker's coming out and saying, "Fucking get vaccinated." Um, 
Love that. What I I didn't really realize what happened to Miles. Oh yeah, he I, it was a hamstring. Um, day to day, shouldn't be too much. Um, he should be we'll back. So the, the, I mean, does he even need to play in this preseason? No. No, of course not. But we'll see if that doesn't linger. Yeah, I hope not. Miles makes me nervous. Miles makes me nervous. There's like just too much muscle on that body. It's like, did you see him? He's, he's cartoonishly big. Oh yeah. At, at the draft when he put on, on that suit, it's like, dude, you look like a cloud. Like <laughs> you look ridiculous. How how is anybody that muscular? Like, and it just seems like that dudes that muscular get hurt. He was doing like those box jumps over the off season. Like it's just insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm hoping. You know, uh, we're worried about that defensive front, though. I know you. Yeah. Let's... Um. What's is it? Who else? Uh, Billingsley. Didn't somebody else get hurt? I'm not sure. Along the defensive line, I feel like somebody else is getting hurt. I don't know. I I've been doing my best to pay attention to Browns camp, but shit going on. Yeah. But yeah, that Malik McDowell, I can't get too excited about him. I know he hasn't played since what 2017. Togi, like he's he's working with the thirds, if not the seconds. Who is this Sheldon Day guy? Apparently, he's like the number three in the rotation. I have no idea. I I heard the name uh, the other day on the radio, and I was like. I'm- well, I'll just have played for Notre Dame, but he's on like his fourth team in four years. I don't understand why. Why, why the, you know, we're not more worried about the defensive tackle group if he's going to be the guy that's really considered to be a, you know, number three in the rotation. Well, you know, they're out there competing, you know, so maybe they're blowing them up to get up. I saw they. I hope so. They did that. What that brown and orange scrimmage or whatever yesterday. Yeah. I don't know much about it. They had a lot of people come out. Tony Dungy came out and talked to the team, which is kind of cool, probably, um, if you're out there. Um, Baker Baker is quoted saying he thinks the offense is better uh, than it was last year. That's good to hear. Um, Just got to get that Odell, uh, that, that, that mojo going with Odell. Like, that's going to be, that can make this offense so untouchable if, if that's how this is going to work, if like, like what we had been promised with Odell actually comes to fruition, Donovan people's Jones, everybody's raving about him. I was super impressed with him last year. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if, if we can keep Anthony Schwartz on the bench, that's a third, third, uh, third round pick with, with crazy speed that maybe we could throw it in some packages, but like, I'd love it if, if it was Jones or Higgins as the number three and four. Yeah, Higgins caught a touchdown pass yesterday. Harrison Bryant caught two fucking – I mean, he looks like he's going to be a pretty good tight end, which um, – He's got to hopefully figure out them fumble issues from last year. He had a big problem with that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a new year, so let's just, you know, hope it's water under the bridge and it was just rookie mistakes. But all in all – I was a big fan. I mean, he, his, his player comparison in, in several different draft profiles was George Kittle. So It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, I don't take too much stock in the preseason stuff. Like you hear a name, you know, and then with that guy that yeah. came off the streets last year that ran back a touchdown and, you know, you're like, Oh shit, is he going to make the roster? And they're like, cut, you know, it's yeah. We'll see. I mean, I, I cannot remember that guy's name for the life of me. He was a weird dude. Of course. Of course. Yeah. He was very weird, but I mean, he got to, he got to get on TV, I suppose. Yeah. 
I was just looking at an Instagram post about Stefan Diggs in his rookie year preseason. And like, I mean, he was a fifth round pick. That That's something that like would be really nice to have <laughs> like a, a late round pick that ends up being a superstar. Can, can you think of anybody that we've really had? That's kind of fit that mold. It's hard to even think of anybody that's fit any sort of superstar mold. No, I mean, we've been awful. We won one game in two years, a few years back. So, I mean, Rashad Higgins. I'm talking in years and years and years. Yeah, Higgins was nice. I mean, but Higgins he's not a nice superstar. Um, Definitely no Stefan Diggs. Late round pick that really worked out. No, no. There, it's. I hate seeing how much, and this will be another controversial take. Um, I, I We've talked about this a little bit, but I hate when people – I've seen kind of posts online of like who who are your favorite Browns or who are the, who are the best Browns of the last you know twenty years or so. Josh Cribbs making those lists is insane to me. People love that dude, man. I just you know the the franchise is in shambles when the best player is a fucking kick returner or punt returner. It's, he was a great coverer too. He's just a special teams guy though. That's all he was. And everybody's like, well, we need to use him more in the Wildcat. The Wildcat doesn't work. It worked once to beat the Patriots for the Dolphins. That's it. Occasionally a goal line <laughs> trick play, but like that's it. The fact that you remember remember that. <laughs> the Dolphins have beat the Patriots. I don't know how I said it, but yes, that's why. They, yeah. they created it for Ronnie Brown yeah. in the backfield. Yeah, Ronnie Brown was fucking scorching up, dude. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, that's really it. It's fun to run on video games. You know, sure. And occasionally it'll work for a trick play. If you need to pick up a first or a touchdown, they'll, you know, a lot of different things you can do with it, but you can't just make it your base. Like people were talking about with Josh Cribbs. There was a season where Colt McCoy was the quarterback and Josh Cribbs was the number one wide receiver. That's a big problem. Josh Cribbs is in no way, shape or form a number four wide receiver. He's just not. He might be a number three running back. They could have tried to focus on making him a Cordero Patterson type, but they didn't. And he was a really awesome kick returner. I loved watching him do that, but I've come to resent him over the years because of him trying to get, you know, big time money and to talk, you know, tweet not to the fans. Hey, and I know you can't blame guys for trying to get their money, especially if he's not making a bunch, but like tweet not to the fans. Like, Oh, it's been real. I I appreciate y'all. And like, you know, dog pounds got my back type of shit. It's like you're trying to appeal to the fan base to reach out for you. And I like, I, I feel like that's, Shitty tactics. I don't appreciate that. Well, I remember. I remember vividly. My buddy had one of these fresh brewed teas at a pay crib shirt that they were selling like hotcakes. She's gonna pay a, a special teamer. Yeah, no. that's, that's, that's so stupid. I mean, Joe Thomas is like really the only guy of note in the last ten years. To be honest, Hayden for like three years. Good. I mean, he's was pretty good. Pretty good for a stop and go route per game away from being elite. And he, the only time when he was like truly elite was something mentally for those couple years allowed him to really shut down former SEC guys. Like when he played Julio, he did really well. When he played AJ Green, he did really well. But then Antonio Brown ate him alive. Oh, and it's all, it was always the stop and go route. Antonio Brown was just his first few years in the league, he was. I hate to admit it, just embarrassing us, just straight embarrassing us. He kicked the punter. Like, I was just like, fuck, what are we in for? And then that guy lost his fucking mind. Thank God. <laughs> he got out of there. Yeah. They're, I don't know. TJ Watts holding out right now. That's the other thing. Yeah. I love anything bad that happens to Pittsburgh. I hope that that continues well into the, uh, the off season. 
I think that Deontay Johnson's super good. Chase Claypool has like some he's got some upside. He's got some some possibilities there. And then uh I mean you still got Juju who Lord God, that dude fell off, man. Yeah, keep keep your TikTok numbers up, dude. We don't care. Go ahead. Do your shit. Whatever. Keep doing the same dance. That's all he does. He does one dance. It, it, oh, I hate it. I hate it. You know what, though? Just keeps doing that same dance over and over and over again. I mean, we're in a world, though, that, that that's going to get him paid, and that's going to put money in his pocket by doing that shit. I have um, one of Allison's cousins. They got a young kid, and their favorite player is Tyreek Hill. And he just walks around and talks shit about Tyreek Hill. And I'm like, can you let your kid get a worse role model right now? It's insane. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You beat up a pregnant woman. Yeah. It's just, do you guys know? And they're like, what can we do? He plays video games and watches the internet, you know? And it's just, that's how these guys are making their money. I, it's nuts. It's nuts. But that's the world we live in. Um, Jack Sawyer, uh, quarterback for Ohio State, he's not even the starter, just pulled up to their training camp. I mean, in a fucking brand-new truck that he got from fucking Wahlburgers, Chevrolet or whatever. Like, it's it's getting wild out there. Guys are going to be out there making money on their own, and you're going to see this I've, personal branding. I mean, here's here we are. Dude, like, I've seen a, a couple of TikToks of, like, um, things linemen posted of, like, what I eat in a day. And it's like... Dude, I didn't like that. Nobody can afford that. Like I, as an adult with a job who spends a lot of money on food, could not afford even close to what this kid is is eating in a day. And it's like, again, back back to what we've talked about a hundred times. You shouldn't be feeling bad for these kids, even when they couldn't make money off of their likeness and image. Like, yeah, it's bullshit. I'm glad that they're doing it, but. I never actually felt bad for them and never thought that this should have been that important of a fucking societal thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we, we, we went up and down the river on it and it just, they're athletes. I mean, somebody, well, there's so much money to go around, dude. And it's just like to not share any of it. Like I get, I get it. They're getting free shit and they're getting a lot of free. Sure. But I mean, it's the equivalent of like, you know, Getting free shit at the comedy club, getting two drink tickets, and when the club's charging twenty five dollars a ticket, like it's is it really that much? You know. But again, like the the first of all, as far as the comedy club goes, what they what what their tuition is and what they get in room and board and tuition is far more than than a, a pretty successful comic is going to well, make. I and I understand it. like that it's not the greatest analogy, but. Look at look at Josh Allen and what Josh Allen just got. What was it? It was what six years, uh, hundred and ninety? Was it eighty? Where was it at? Do you remember the number? You're the numbers guy. It's, uh, I mean, it was two hundred and forty something. What was it two forty? See, I'm way off. It's the highest contract ever. Um, are the Bills worth more than Texas University of Texas or Alabama or Ohio State? No, man. I, they're just. They can afford yeah, to pay the NFL. It is worth more. I don't think so. The brand, the Buffalo Bills, is not worth more than the Ohio State University football team. If they were both, if if you could just take them and let them be a for profit company, Ohio State would make more money than the Bills. I don't know. I really don't. I like it, that's the the Buffalo Bills are worth over a billion dollars at this point. I, I mean, Ohio State, I, their fan base is. 
considerably bigger. Or even like I would say USC's probably worth the same amount as a pro team. We're never going to know. It's, but also like like you know as far as like revenue brought in Ohio State. Again, we talked about this last time. Five, what five six games a year are absolute dog shit that nobody cares about, and you're not going to make dick off of those. I mean, you're going to make dick. People are going to watch. They're going to go. They're going to buy jerseys. They're going to do this. People aren't going to watch because it's on Big Ten Network. Like the diehards will watch and they'll they'll get giant boners over beating Rutgers by seventy, but it's on as far TV. as I mean, you're if you're in Columbus, you're you're every game's on, and if you're in Cleveland, every game's on. So like within your TV market, I don't get every Bills game here. No, but it, it it's gonna like if they're game of the week, if it's Monday night football, if it's Sunday night football, like they're. There's a lot of views there. I mean, <laughs> Saturday, Bill's Mafia is pretty damn huge. Saturday night, Ohio State, Oregon, that's going to be a game. That's going to draw more eyes than a Thursday night football or a Sunday night football fucking Bills. I don't know. I don't I don't know either. I'm talking out of my ass. But, you know, like uh, fucking Premier League soccer, how they like demote and promote teams, like the bottom yeah. two teams and then they move up. If, if Ohio State moved up in, in, in a world where that could happen, it doesn't. Ohio State would be one of the fucking wealthiest franchises, or Texas, or Alabama. I mean, geez, big dog. I mean, obviously they wouldn't be able to compete on a on a sheer talent level because it's the NFL to college, but the brand itself is worth the money. And I guess the point is saying if Josh Allen can get a paycheck that big, I I think say tuition for a fucking quarterback at Ohio State is it's nowhere near what that kid's worth. That's my point. Is all I'm making. But no, here, if that, where else could that kid take his skill set? What, 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 where could he take it that's competing? There is not. He couldn't go to the NFL. He's no good. He's not good enough to go to the NFL. Well, the NFL, the NFL doesn't have a farm league. You know, you saw the second pick in the NBA draft was Jalen Green, and he's out of the D league. Like now, those kids are saying fuck college, and now you're going to start seeing that more and more and more. It took a little time, but the NFL does. You don't have that option. But 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 you can do that in basketball. It's different. You can't. Nobody could do that in football. Nobody could make the jump from high school to the NFL. No, but they could go to a minor league and and make peanuts. Well, I mean, they could they, they could go play arena ball right now. I mean, go play go play arena ball. Go play in Canada. Fair. I guess I guess that's a good point. I mean, you could, I guess there's other alternative places they can go. But it's it's not worth as much. You're not going to get get the lifestyle perks that come. And, and again, like as far as like the guys that are going to play in the NFL, these college dudes they're few and far between that are actually going to be playing in the NFL. Focus on your focus on your education. Take the all of the gifts and wonderful lifestyle that you're provided with being a Division one college player, and stop fucking crying. Well, they still work for that company though. They're still contributing to it. So we'll never agree on this. It's fine. But hey, I'm happy that they can earn on their own fucking likeness now. And Jack Sawyer can show up to training camp in a Troy Aikman jersey, driving a big old truck that he got from fucking Mark Wahlberg. That's fine with me. Whatever. Who's going to start for Ohio State this year? Uh, Is it him? I don't know. It's up. I mean, there's that C.J. Stroh's kid, and then, you know, uh, Quinn Ellers just <laughs> enrolled. So I imagine the job will be his by the end of the year. But who? I don't know. They said that they should know a little more clear within the next week. But they just re- – Can he play this year? Yeah, he's eligible. I thought he had to finish one more class. He, he, and he is was just going to enroll. He's, I, from what I understand, he'll be eligible to play uh, immediately. Um, 
but I could be wrong. I didn't look too much into it. I just know like Me neither. he's taking like night class. He's taking online class to finish like the fourth year English credit that's required or whatever. And then he's going to enroll and be there. So um, I don't know if he showed up yet or not. That's all. He basically he's doing it so he can start earning money. Um, yeah. On his name. I just a bold move to walk in there as a senior to go in and play or, you know, like a program like that. Like, I don't know if I would do it. I mean, I think you, you'd want to play at your high school, but fuck it. It's a different world, you know? Yeah. I, especially. Could you imagine your boys leaving your boys around your senior year? I mean, I quit my junior year, so I could totally imagine, <laughs> but I sucked to be in the shit and being like, peace out. We're not going to go get this state championship and go to keggers and fucking, you know, tweeters end zone dance down in Texas, dude. He just gave all that up. I for some chunky babes in Columbus. I hope that this this whole trend of I, I can't see it going anywhere, but I I think that it's going to make everything worse. The social media and and these kids getting paid that way. I think that some of these kids are going to be like, well, I mean, fuck football. <laughs> I think some of these kids with the, with the income from the uh, from social media and all their, their different likeness and everything like that. I think that there's going to be some talent. That's like, what the fuck do I need to keep taking these hits for? I got a million followers. Yeah. I mean, can you blame them? <laughs> I, you know, Hey, I don't want to blow my chest out with a shotgun in my thirties. I, maybe I won't play football. I mean, I don't know. I, did you watch, speaking of that, did you watch any of the uh, hall of fame speeches? No, I didn't get a chance. To. I heard Calvin Johnson talked about like you know what he's doing to fucking you know help out the community and stuff, and why he retired early. And good on him, man. He still won't. He like he's he's pretty much totally disassociated from the Lions. Yeah, and he basically, I from what I understand, this is just some dude you know water cooler talk. But he was like, I didn't quit because we sucked. I quit because I was ready to be done and enjoy my life. And, and good on Detroit him. Detroit was like. Pay us back one point three million dollars or one point six million dollars from your signing bonus, son of a bitch. And then he was like, "Okay, well, I'll just never talk to you guys." Again. And they've like offered him like different packages of like, "Okay, we'll give you the one point six million dollars back, but you have to bake it to thirty events over the next five years. You have to like attend this event, and like they pretty much want him to earn it back." And he's like, "Well, fuck you, no." Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't need you. Detroit's a shit organization. You know, I think that's, you know, there's a trend that we've seen guys starting to retire a little early just to have it, uh, the, you know, quality of life. And I don't think it's a bad thing at all. But when you can stack Selfishly. money. What? Selfishly, I want to see them keep playing. Well, sure, that's what I mean. But at the same time, it's like if, if you're if you're playing in the NFL for five years, that's that's another spot in the NFL for another guy to fucking earn. You know what I mean? So I, it's selfish as a fan side, but it's kind of unselfish when you look at it from the other side. So we'll see. I mean, you know, some of these quarterbacks retire and it seems like even with these old guys, there's only maybe 18 to 20 guys that can really be an NFL caliber quarterback. Yeah. We'll see the Colts are going through it real bad right now that uh, what's his name? Sam Ellinger. Like he's competing the Texas quarterback. He mm-hmm. might be their starter. He's some guy. He's don't they have uh, that kid that left Georgia and went to Washington? Eason? Eason? Yeah, he's there. And like, I guess Ellinger is kind of 
tightened the race up this week from what I was reading. Really? I liked Eason. Yeah, I don't, I didn't see much of him, but he's there. I mean, that's that's the guy right now who's in front. So, Eason. Um, I got to get I got to learn on this stuff, dude. Uh Have you done any fantasy football drafts yet? No, not yet. I Chris Harvey was talking about wanting to do one like this weekend. Well, he was like, like, hey, let's do one today. And I was like, it's Monday, dude. (laughs) No. Um, So, like, I don't want to do one now because you don't know who's going to get hurt. You don't know what's going to happen. You know if if guys are going to get released even. So, right now, you could, you know, draft somebody and then you could be absolutely fucked. I just traded away in a keeper league. I just traded away Jonathan Taylor for okay. a first round. So now I have two first round picks. So I'm, I'm happy. Okay. I'm happy with the move. What number? Uh, it's like eight. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I, mean, I got that's... seven and eight. I think I got two picks in the first round back to back. So how do you do your keepers? Like what? what uh, what's the rules on that for you? I've guys? done a couple of different ones. One, it fell apart because I was scheming and scamming too much. And I was just bending the rules like. Um, we did one where it was based on points off the of last year. So you could keep a guy for like the highest point total. Say it was Patrick Mahomes scored 550 fantasy points in my league. You could keep up to 550 points based on last year. If a guy got hurt, it was a hundred. So like, say, um, who was injured big time last year? A, a stud player. Uh, Saquon. Saquon. So say Saquon only scored 13 fantasy points. You couldn't mm-hmm. keep Saquon at thirteen. You'd have to. You, he'd cost you a hundred, and then you'd keep up to the total of the highest number. We did that, but like it got it, interesting. And then we traded away, and then I, I'm in one. It's just like you keep two guys. So I any of any them. of them. So I had Zeke, I had uh, Dalvin Cook, and I had Jonathan Taylor. Um, <laughs> fucking Zeke! I should have traded his bitch ass, dude, because he just he, he there was a video just came out his uh dogs attacking a woman uh, he, he just constantly wow. he constantly pushes the fucking line he's a dumbass i love him for what he did while he was playing for my school but a fucking idiot dude he's fucking idiot walking in dispensary pulling out titties having his dogs bite people just so i got him and dalvin cook and then i got a set, an extra first i went i let off jonathan taylor but it's just keep two off the rip in that one have you done them before or no, I've never done one. We were discussing it for my, like my main league is my money. Mitch is in it as well. And it, it's our league for mostly my friends from high school. And then some of the friends that I made through them from with their college. Um, so we did, we were discussing it, but we wanted to do it where it was like, the only way you could keep somebody is if you took them like the, the 10th round or later. I got a, a league like that too. And it's fucking whack, dude. See, I I hate the idea of your league of like two off the you top. pick a pat you pick a Patrick Mahomes and it's like, well, this is bullshit. Well, <laughs> like, I've had he, that person just keeps it forever, I, and that's what I've been doing with Zeke. I have just like I'm going to keep this guy forever. I drafted him as a rookie, and he wasn't even when I drafted him. I had like the third or fourth pick as a rookie. He was probably like the seventh or eighth pick, and I was like, nope, I'm going to take him. I'm not going to take, um, who was it? Uh, Who's the fucking Titans running back? Uh, DeMarco Murray. I, DeMarco okay. Murray was ranked higher than him, but I said, fuck DeMarco Murray. I'm going Zeke because Zeke's going to be around forever. And he has been. And now I have Dalvin Cook and Zeke, and I could have sh- cashed out and kept Jonathan Taylor and Dalvin Cook, but 
My heart's loyal to Zeke. So now I have Dalvin Cook for his career, too. Well, I got the number one overall pick in this uh, this league. I, it's been a, a, I, last time I had number one overall pick, I took Adrian Peterson, and he got hurt immediately. Well, run CMC. I is it's him, and then who else? Who else is uh, Dalvin Cook? Is the number two guy census right? I'm going to run CMC. I mean, you kind of got to. No question. Yeah, the the ceiling is so much higher than anybody, and we're not even in a PPR league, but still. Yeah, well, in a PPR league, he's he's like a top ten receiver as well. Um, I don't know if if you, the point thing is really fun. That league was with all my buddies like growing up, and it crumbled when we because people were stacking for like the following year, and then trades were getting vetoed um, for no reason, just like fuck you, Kyle, your trade is vetoed. I was at a bar in downtown Cleveland, my, I Wild Eagle Saloon. We were there for something trivia night with my wife and my trade got vetoed and I just fucking like threw stuff down and like stormed out. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong? And I was like, my fantasy football <laughs> trade got fucking vetoed because Dave is a fucking scumbag. And she's just like, no more fantasy football when I'm around you. Just don't fucking bring it up. So I was like, you know what? I'm being a fucking maniac. I quit that league. I quit that <laughs> league. It crumbled. They started every year. They wanted to change rules, blah, blah, blah. So that rule crumbled, but the actual keeper structure was great. the The salary cap rule is great. Okay. Do you guys do um? Do you guys do the uh, fab dollars in your league, or do you do the way? No, that's something I'd be very interested move to in. the fab dollars, dude. It's so much better because then you're not like fuck. I'm missing out on a guy because I had to pick up a kicker the week before, and now it fucked me because I'm in the end of the order. You know what I mean? It's just like oh, my running back got hurt. Now I can go out and pay big cash for, you know, his handcuff or whatever. It's the only way to really do it, in my opinion. But see, what I'd like to do is a, a, a an experimental side league. All these different things, like have our main league because we again standard scoring. We're like just now we're going into decimal points. We haven't even done decimal points. Your fantasy football is the missionary sex of fucking fantasy yes. sports. Yes, my my except my one buddy actually. Um, his dad to this day plays in a league <laughs> that in no way is uh, affiliated with technology. They, they, <laughs> they have to cut out the, the box scores from the newspaper and, and snail mail them to the commissioner. That's fucking stupid. That's just stupid. Only the, the single way to earn points in that league is touchdowns. Nothing else matters. <laughs> anything. Oh, that's terrible. We do. We had a rule for a while. It was no, no devices, no technology during the draft. So you had to show up with a, all you could use was, a, it was an in-person draft. You got to show up with printouts, printouts because fuck, fuck looking up stats like last minute, you know, you're, you're showing up. You either did your homework or you didn't. So, that's like I I I still will most likely use a printout just to because it's easier for me to like cross things off and um like that league that my buddy's dad in it, like it's like a four hundred dollar buy in too like they it's like a big buy in league with all this this craziness but I would like to do like keep everything traditional in in, in my my league we've been doing it for probably like eleven years at this point nice. And 
have like a, a $20 side league with all the, the extra bells and whistles. And that way, almost like minor league baseball, trying out different things like the uh, automated strike zone and all the different shit for baseball rules. Just have like something where we have a, a small side league to try out new shit. Yeah, we were going to do like a um, a daily fantasy league on the side too, and we ne- it never got off the ground. But I think that would be fun. Um, I do DFS like every week during the the football. Season. I think I'm going to get into it this year. I don't know much about it, but I think I maybe I'll, yeah. I'll do it. I'll just throw a hundred bucks in an account and see what he does. I don't even spend that much, like fifty bucks. Fifty bucks, and you can you can roll that out throughout the. I don't make big bets. I'm I'm typically like I'll do <laughs> I'll do like a, a five or depending on how good I feel about the pricing for a week, I'll do a five or a ten dollar cash game for the main slate. And then typically I'll do anywhere from from even dime ten cent uh entries up to dollar entries and just like make about 20 lineups and throw them in there just for the, like a lottery ticket. Pretty much. What do you fucking win on a dime? Like what, what can you pop? How much can you win on that? Up to 500 bucks. Oh, if, if it's like a big enough tournament, I mean, there's like a, uh, there's like 150,000 entries. So you just got to get lucky at least. and just have a perfect lineup basically to win the $500. Yeah. At least I'd do that with hey, and but you do 20 of them. So you're, you're spending two bucks on dime leagues. Yeah, I'll I'll do like a little bit of that. It, it all depends on how I feel about like if if there's like a certain player that's priced right in a week. Um, and I, like I'm feeling like oh shit, I think I can make something of this. That's interesting. Like remember when Harrison Bryant had his his two touchdown game? Yeah, I was all over that. I was all I had Harrison Bryant at twenty five hundred bucks in just about every lineup that week. I just had a big hunch about it. And I ended up, I think I, I made about 75 bucks that week off of probably $10 worth of entries. Well, fantastic. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty conservative. And then, I mean, I lost more the following week because then I got ballsy and was like, do a couple $10 yeah, cash Fucking games. quarter games, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, good. I mostly like, uh, you know, other than the cash games, because there's, there's different strategies. In the, in the tournaments with, with that many people, you are looking for what they call contrarian plays. Where it's like, okay, everybody knows that fucking Derrick Henry's gonna light up the the Jacksonville Jaguars in a November game. It, it always happens, so everybody's gonna be all over him. Or if like uh, a starting running back's out, and like let's say Nick Chubb would be out, uh, but he was called um, put put on the um, the injured list like after they made the the values. Kareem Hunt is sitting there at like forty five hundred bucks. Everybody's gonna be using that dude. Sure. But then you see like, oh, I think that Gus Edwards is going to have a monster game. He's also forty five hundred. Nobody's going to be on him. Those are the tournament winners. Those are the. Big so you got you got to pick the You got to pick the guy that nobody else is picking. The guy that nobody else is picking. And then you still got to have a little bit of like what everybody else is. What, you know, what's guaranteed. You're going to still put a Derrick Henry in there, but then you're going to try and match it up with somebody. And that's that's tournament kind of of mindset with with uh, cash games. It's just who's got the highest floor. Gotcha. So I'm better at picking those typically. I uh, how much do you play like a bunch, or do you just got like two leagues that you just kind of like love and like with your boys, or do you play? Because I know people. I have a buddy that spends like three grand playing fantasy football every year, and he's in like fifteen Damn. leagues. He makes money every year. Like I mean, he's just that into it. 
But like he's got. A I couple wish I don't. I don't leagues. have enough. I, I definitely couldn't. I, I would not be able to bring myself. Like the most I can put into a league is going to be a hundred. If they bumped it up to one hundred fifty, I'd probably still be in. But like, if we were going up to two hundred, I'd be like, ah, guys, this is. I don't want to do this. <laughs> this <is too> much. <laughs> um, I'm not a big gambler. I just I'm I'm willing to throw some cash down. I'll, I'm willing to spend two hundred bucks total on fantasy football for the year and hopefully come out the victor. Past couple of years, I've I've come out. Um, I'm the only, I think, the only two time champ in my 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 league that's been going on for forever. Oh shit! Good. There's yeah, a lot of parody in that league. You guys got a cool trophy or anything like that? We got yeah, we have a very ridiculous trophy. Good, yes. good. We got a very small one, but it's just all about bragging rights, you know. Yeah, it's. It is definitely about bragging rights, and then all you know, you first place wins around like seven hundred bucks or something like that, and that's nice. Yeah, yeah. I got one that I'm in with some people I don't know, and it's just nice because every year I finish in the money. They pay out top four, so I'm like, I'm, oh, I'm stupid. It's out of twelve people. I was like, I'm. Last year was the first year I didn't make the money. Uh, I had a bunch of injuries, but anywho, we should do a uh, you know, let's let's put out our top, I don't know, our top ten list in every category next week. That'll be, the fun. Maybe do some sleepers or something. I'll send you something, and we'll go from there. Okay. Um, we should wrap up the Olympics talk because I finally watched modern pentathlon. Well, I that was on my list of things to talk to you about for sure. I finally got to watch it. I've never in my life seen it. I I actually watched it this weekend. Were you disappointed? Uh, no, it was glorious. It was so weird. It it was like some preliminary fencing. And then like they would go and, and swim just like 200 meters in a 25 meter pool. So it's down and back eight times or four times if you're going down and back. So they weren't in a um, lake. I assumed it was in a lake. I was hoping it was, but it is not. No, there's a pool. And then they like right outside the pool, they did like some bonus fencing for some reason. And then it. So like this German chick dominated, absolutely dominated the the fencing part and was obnoxious about it, screaming at the top of her lungs in victory. And then <laughs> the next thing is horse jumping. So it's like a time, almost like a timed event to get over a certain amount of hurdles in this weird pattern. And then you get deducted shit for if you go over the time or if you hit any of the poles and knock them down. So let me ask you. So it went fencing. Then the back and forth eight times, and then a little more fencing. And yeah. now we're on to horse jumping. Now we're on to horse jumping. I don't know in real time because like, it seemed like it was all kind of being sliced up and packaged as opposed to just watching it all live. So I don't know what kind of time frames are between everything. Um, but that German chick that was super obnoxious, I'm sure you, you've saw shit on the internet that like, her horse, like she goes over one jump and the horse hits a pole and is like, fuck this. What am I doing out here? This is this is dumb. I don't <laughs> like this. And then the horse just like quits on her and she is sobbing. She is her eyes are she's just pouring tears down as this horse is just like, fuck all this. I hate this. I don't like this anymore. Well, that horse got <laughs> molested just... by Larry Nasser. <laughs> fuck her. <laughs> And like, a, did you see the headline about the German coach that punched a horse? No, no, I did not. That was from this, because the, the like <laughs> the headline's so much funnier than it actually was. Because I watched the video, and she just kind of like 
gave it one of these as it came close to her. And it's just a German in the butt. German coach punches horse. Yeah, yeah after- German coach disqualified for punching horse. <laughs> but the German chick fell from first to thirty first because of her horse. Her horse, her horse quit. It just absolutely tanked her out of of contention. And then after that is the laser run. Uh, the laser run is, I want to say it's 3,200 meters. So it, I think that's close to like two miles. Yeah, because it's, uh, what, 16, yeah, 32 would be about two miles. That's, that's I believe eight so. It's either 1,600 or, that, let me double check. I think it was 30. Yeah, it's 3,200 in total. So That's eight laps around the track. That makes sense that it was eight laps in the pool, eight laps around the track. But it was like you do a couple laps and then you'd you'd have to go and hit a target five times with a laser pistol. Tight, dude. So like it got a little bit fun at the end of the like the laser run, it's called. That sounds sweet. Yeah. So I was very entertained by modern pentathlon. I'd love to see more of it. I'm probably going to seek out more of it online if I can. Uh, it is the most fascinating Olympic sport to me. I'm going to go watch it after this. So, did you? I did. You pay attention to wrestling, dude? Dude, I woke up at seven like fifty to watch that, and it was just like it was over. I just like looked up and I was like, "Fuck, we lost to the Russians." I felt so defeated after that. For there was well, there was the one kid that won like. He got back points like it's the last minute. And I was like, this is fucking that crazy. That was crazy. I watched that. Yeah, me too. And I was like, uh, Abel Dan Stevenson. Yeah. Stevenson. Yeah, that was it. And that- He's 21 from Minnesota. And he was like, was, I can't remember if he was Greco-Roman, what he was doing, or was it? I think it was freestyle. freestyle. I think it was freestyle. Whatever. But yeah, he got those back points at the end. It was it was fucking sweet. That's crazy. The very, very end. Cause he was leading like the whole time. And then the, uh, the Eastern European guy, he wasn't Russian. He was from somewhere else, maybe Georgia. Um, he like quickly went up, he got six points and ended up going up. And then like those two points at the end, it was crazy. That, that was nuts. I didn't realize the Kyle Snyder saga that was leading into it because going into this, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to the storylines. Oh yeah. That's why I was talking about it so much. Cause they were like one and one and it's like USA versus Russia. And I was like, God damn. Yeah. I didn't realize that like the only person that's beaten him was Kyle Snyder. And that since he beat him in 2017, he has not lost. That guy's an animal. <laughs> I, yeah, I was trying to get up to see it. I just fuck. I rolled over in bed. I was going to watch it on my phone and I missed it. I was like, son of a bitch. I had to look. Uh, yeah. I mean, apparently this was like the best year um, um, U.S. wrestling has ever had. Yeah. I, I mean, it was all in all. It was all right. And the Russians still dominated for the most part in that sport. Yeah. But, you know, that's what they do there. <laughs> they cross you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I saw an interesting stat. We won the Olympics. I don't know. My wife was like, you can't win the Olympics. We had more gold and more medals. We won the Olympics. Um, USA basketball won. I, I actually did root for them in the gold medal game because the the one team that they could have played that I wouldn't root for over them would be France. So. <laughs> um, Welcome back, Go partner. USA. Um, 
the the women, the U.S. women's team, if they were their own country, they would have been a top five medal country, which is fucking sweet. I mean, that's good on them. Damn. That's, that was an interesting fact. I watched the... Uh, just, so you just U.S. women in general, yeah, you're saying? They, they were fifth in, wow. like fifth in the medal count. Um, Japan, I think, was fifth, actually. They would have beat Japan, the host. I, I had the medal count here. Japan fucking did really well. Um, they they kind of overachieved for what everybody thought they were being at home was uh really good for them. I, uh, I watched, did you watch the clothing closing ceremonies? No. Holy shit. Um, there was a part. Yeah. So then I'll come back to that. USA 39 golds. Uh, China had 38. Fuck you. Uh, but they're closing in. We mm-hmm. had one thirteen total medals. They had 88. Russia, Russia was at 71, Britain 65, Japan 58, but Japan was third in gold medals. And I, I don't know, I think gold medals, I mean, overall medals, sure, but gold medals are really what you want to see, you know? Yeah. Um, France was 10th, Netherlands, Germany, Italy. Um, so they did some CJ because they didn't have anybody in the stadium. But, like, they did this whole thing where they had, like, all the countries come in and they're, like, holding lights. And then the lights fucking flew up and formed the rings, the Olympic rings in the middle of the arena. And I was watching it on TV, losing my goddamn mind, going, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought it was real, but it it was CGI. And I yelled at the wife, like, get in here. You got to fucking see this. And I paused it and rewinded it. <laughs> she's like, you fucking idiot just, but I, I thought i was like blown away i was a little scared we came out that's i text you i thought it was a little mm, slappy in the facey uh the u.s like uniform was very navy like and we were in tokyo yeah, looked like sailors yeah and we we're there just kind of sending a message about uh fucking pearl harbor like <laughs> i don't know it just kind of felt weird i don't know if anybody thought that besides me or not i don't know at least they weren't dressed like atom bombs. I guess. <laughs> That's fair, dude. <laughs> Whatever. Giant mushroom cloud hats. <laughs> Wonder Country had like um like spray paint, like art fucking on their thing, and they were really cool. I don't remember who it was. Were they naked with just body paint? No, on? no, no, no. They had a jacket. Um a couple things uh before we get out of here, because we're getting close. Yeah. Um the Warriors uh drafted this kid, Jonathan. Kuminga? Kuminga, is that how you say it? I think. He's he's like killing it in summer league right now, and all their fans have given him. I hate the Warriors. I hate the Warriors, but this is pretty good. They nicknamed him Cum Buckets. <laughs> 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 this poor kid is going to be known as Cum Buckets for Cum Buckets. Cum Buckets. Uh, so I thought that was good. Um, Luca got locked up. I think uh, that's a good stay. Hopefully Dallas can get people to come and play there. I, I think I would love playing for Mark Cuban. If I was an athlete, like that would be ideally a guy I would love. Nick Chubb got paid. We haven't oh, done shit. A, a show since Nick I Chubb got paid. I thought we talked about that last week. Nick Chubb. We talked about that last oh, week. So. We had to. Did we? Anyways, Nick Chubb got paid. You're happy. I know you're happy. Yeah, we probably talked about it last week. We could talk about it more. Yeah, sure, dude. We're locking them up. Well, that's all we really need to talk about. Yeah, three years, baby. What do you think? I mean, are we, are we going to have to pay through the nose for Baker? Are we going to have to pay him more than Josh Allen? I would like, no, you don't have to pay him more than Josh Allen until he goes out there and is a top producer yardage and touchdown wise, like Josh Allen was. So do you, Josh Allen also made it further in the playoffs. They have every reason in the world right now 
to pay Baker less than Josh Allen. So they should probably try and lock him up now and be like, Hey, like you, you had a great season. We love you, Bake. But look at look at his numbers. Look at yours. He went to the AFC title game. You didn't. Um, let's uh, let's try and lock in around. Let's say thirty a year. It's you know that gives us a little room to you know afford some stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> that's got to they got him in the ass maybe down I, the road. I heard that they're kind of getting kind of close with Denzel Ward, which is a little bit discouraging for Wyatt Teller because I. You know me. I have been kind of hoping that uh, Denzel Ward is is lower on the uh, priority scale for who they got to pay. Yeah, I mean, do you think they're doing it by priority? Because I would assume Baker is the number one priority on the franchise right now. I they've got two more years of both of those guys. Um, I th- I still think that if they're paying. Baker, like they, they might be a little nervous to to give him the uh, you know give him the actual bag because he had that one real down year and he had a little under half of this year was real rough. Baker has played some real rough games in the NFL, so I think that they might be a little bit like, well, maybe we wait and see. Yeah, and as they should. I mean, it's they're a business, they're a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Um, I, 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 now me as a fan, like I, I am wholeheartedly like, fuck it, yeah, sign him. I'm, I'm down. I, I, I'm Team Baker, obviously. But when you're the actual team that's got to figure out how to pay all these people, it's like, I kind of get waiting to see what Baker can do. I mean, we not only did we get Nick Chubb, we also got fucking Kareem Hunt here too for a few more years. So, yeah, um, that'll be nice. Um, I, w- I would love to see him. You know, I think Denzel Ward will demand a little more money than Wyatt Teller. I could be wrong. I think he will. And, like, I don't think he's worth as much. Like, I, he's a guy that I, I think that they should more so even than Baker be like, well, let's go ahead and see. Let's see what you got, bud. Put it together once for us. He, he had one, like, real rough game. What, T.Y. Hilton caught a touchdown pass on him, and you've been sour on him since. Yeah, I've been sour on him since he since he's missed four to six games a year at least. That's fair, I suppose. I I know he's been injured um, a lot, a lot. Yeah, but you're not you're not a guy to go to go to bat for Odell or anybody else. I mean, you're you're hard on fucking no, Miles was... Garrett. I mean, you're you're saying he's injury prone and he is. Yeah. He's he's another guy. Show me once, Miles. Uh, like I I will. I absolutely think Miles is one of the top. Like top three for sure, no question about it. But to be this kind of almost, he he's moved into like the consensus number one. Like all of the off off season lists that people put out at this point, he's like way up there, and he's almost a consensus like edge guy. Like I I've yet to see a list of best edge defenders that doesn't have Miles and number TJ one. Or, TJ Watt is yeah number one. And and TJ Watt is very, very good. And Khalil Mack is, is getting up there in age, but very, very good. And it's gotten to a point where like people are like, well, there's no argument to be made. I, well, let's see you do it one time, bud. Let's see, let's see a one Miles Garrett full blown season, 20 plus sacks, be the guy one time. Because Aaron Donald has done that many, many times. And I don't want to hear about defensive player of the year talk or even comparing him to Aaron Donald 
until Miles has put together one amazing season, let alone the several that Aaron Donald. Well, Aaron Donald isn't an edge rusher either. Like, they're in different positions. And he's playing a more difficult position. I agree with that. I'm not taking that away from him at all. The fucking interior tackle is fucking ball-busting. Um, and he's, he's pro. I mean, would you say Aaron Donald is the best defensive tackle of all time? I mean. I would, yeah. I think it's almost safe to say it at this point. Yeah, he's he's done things that nobody else has really even approached. It's crazy. I can't wait for football, man. I can't wait. I mean, it's here. Like preseason does. JJ do Watt did some crazy shit as a a three a three man front end, and Aaron Donald has played some three man front end um, over the past few years. But like JJ Watt and Aaron Donald, I think have been kind of two of a kind. And that's just about it. Like, I, I can't think of anybody else who I'd really put in the same category as those two that I've seen. I can't think of a defensive tackle. Von Miller's been good, but not not their level of good. Like, no defensive player has been their level of good, in my opinion. Lawrence Taylor? I mean, like, are we talking all-time greatest defensive player? I guess. I never really got to watch him. But Lawrence Taylor, as I understand it, was very, very one-dimensional. And it, yes, it changed the game. It pretty much created another kind of position. Yeah, he was like the like, water boy, dude. He was just yeah tackling fuel, but it was cocaine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he was even in that movie. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, but other than that, like, I I don't think Ray Lewis ever did anything close to what those guys do. That's fair. That's I was thought Ray Ray Lewis was good, but not nearly as good as everybody thinks. Well, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they, they say... He, I thought Patrick Willis was better. Well, they say, like, in the locker room, like, he was, like, he's the reason that that defense... I mean, he just... The intangibles, I mean, that was kind of, like, his big thing. Is the I reverence. believe that. He's pretty much a preacher. Yeah, and a murderer. <laughs> I mean, like... And a murderer. Yeah, it's got to be intimidating playing with that guy. Like, you better do your fucking job. Um, speaking of fucked up, dude, I, I wanted to bring this up, and I don't know, I almost enjoy seeing the pain in your eyes. Did you see all the newest stuff about Omar and the Bat Boys? Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Having uh, Bat Boys wash his back and showing his penises to, uh, well, penis, one penis. Penises. Penises. <laughs> all of his penises. All of his penises. <laughs> showing his penises to Bat Boys. <laughs> Super weird, dude. Yeah. I think he's, uh, he's about to be blackballed. I don't think you'll hear about him much anymore. That didn't happen God in damn. Cleveland. Like the, none of it came out in Cleveland. I don't know. All Chicago. It was all Chicago. Yeah, I don't know if there was a if he was a scumbag he, when he was here or not. Remember he had that little show Omar y Amigos? No, I don't remember that. It's like a little show with kids, and he'd like talk to friends and shit. Ugh. Yeah, it can get real. It can, it's going to get real nasty for fucking poor Omar. Well, not poor Omar. Fuck Omar. Well, not yeah, not poor Omar. If if, if this is all true, then damn. Fuck Omar. Yeah. And that's so hard to say because I loved Omar. I mean, he wasn't as good as Jeter, but. <laughs> no, he was better than Derek no Jeter. No way. Defensively. Maybe defensively, yeah. yeah. But overall, I mean, Derek Jeter. Yeah. Overall, sure. Omar had a few seasons over 300, but overall wasn't the greatest of hitters. Defensively, I think he's the, the best ever. And, and no, I really haven't seen too much from Ozzie Smith, but um, his, he had a better fielding percentage. 
that's that's all well and good. Derek Jeter used to have this mistress, and the whole story was about he'd give him a gift basket on their way out the door. Classy. Yeah. Do you think Omar was buying Happy Meals? <laughs> yeah, that was low. No. Bro. No, he was being very creepy about Tacos. It. Tacos. He's Latino. Oh. Fair. All right. Well, there we go. We'll let it <laughs> Whatever. It's going to cut off again. So, um, Brian, do you have anything coming up? Are you doing anything? Uh, no, I'm doing like wedding related activities. Me too, a lot man. I'm coming up. Catch up. I'm, everybody, everybody's playing catch up and this, that, and the other. So that's that's my life too. I don't have. A, I have one free weekend. I think until like mid September. Yeah, pretty much same here. So then you get married in no time. So there you go. You're October, yeah. and Sarah's sister's getting married Labor Day weekend. Oh, fun! Nice. Lot going on. Awesome. Well, well, we'll let you know next time we're out being funny. Um, that'll do it for us. Go Browns.